I wanted to do another one of these standalone episodes because I feel like it's a better format for me to be a little more uh, focused and targeted. Uh, maybe it'll be something I do more regularly just because the format of the podcast doesn't really, I'm just not really able to collect and express my thoughts in as singular and, uh, urgent a way as this, you know, without, uh, without that other guy getting in the way. And ultimately with all of the noise around the Parkland shooting and, arming teachers and upping security in schools. I just felt like I needed to at least get these thoughts out in some tangible way uh, before my head exploded. So what I want to talk about, which I think is the most important point, and which I haven't really seen a lot of people bringing up or just a lot of talk about in general, is that the conversations around stopping these mass shootings and the approach to gun control seems to be treating these kind of events like they're uh, an inevitability. And obviously the onion joke of uh, you know, no way to avoid this, says the only country where this happens, has been making the rounds again, and rightly slow, rightly, rightly so, uh, you know, it's pretty appropriate. Uh, but even that point is being followed up by just gun control, gun, tr- gun control, gun control. No one is talking about how our educational system has failed, or how our culture as a whole is kind of fucked. And I know it's probably not the, I don't know, I know it's probably not the easiest conversation to have considering it's focusing, it's, it's focuses on the killers and not the victims, but shouldn't we be working to help people before they become deranged mass murderers? Uh, I don't, I don't hold the belief that people are quote unquote born evil or you know, evil exists, uh, you know, as much as evil is even actually a thing. Uh, but evil exists because we let it. Evil exists because we do nothing to stop it. And I'm not talking about fucking not shooting somebody minutes before they go on a killing rampage. I'm talking about letting people slip through the cracks. I'm talking about letting kids, uh, adults, you know, people, anyone, Muslims, white guys, orphans, Letting people fall so far down a hole that the only thing that makes sense to them is shooting up a crowd. That is not an inherent truth of human nature. That is not an inevitability. Nobody is born evil. I don't believe that someone can be born evil. Uh, Mass acts of violence are not... uh, hurricanes, right? They're, they are not acts of God that we can kind of predict and just prepare our best for and cross our fingers. I feel like our society looks at mental illness like a piece of bruised fruit, right? Like a bruised apple at the grocery store. When you see a bruised apple at the grocery store, what do you do? You don't buy it. Obviously, it's bruised. Why would you buy a damaged piece of fruit? 
Do you tell a worker about it? I mean, it's only a bruise. I'm sure someone else will see it or, you know what, I'm sure a worker will notice it and just get rid of it. That's their job, right? Part of their job, at least. But ultimately, it just sits there and it gets passed over or buried and the bruise grows bigger and softer until eventually it turns the whole apple rotten. And then that rot starts leaching onto the surrounding fruit. I don't, I mean, look, it's obviously not the best analogy considering the ultimate purpose for an apple is to be eaten, which I don't even know what that would mean in this analogy, or the fact that it's really easy to just shave or cut out the bruise, which I think probably does speak to uh, the ability to solve this problem, but it's obviously has very bad connotations in the history of the treatment of mental illness. But I think the point stands that mental health is never really given any thought in our society until it becomes an edge case, you know, like these shootings. And not to get too political about it, or maybe too one-sided, but I think it's very telling that Republicans have always said it's not about gun control, it's about mental illness. And yet not only did they actively rescind mental illness mandates on gun control last year, but now that their hand is being forced to actually do something, they're pushing this arm the teachers or let the teachers arm themselves or, you know, whatever bullshit narrative the NRA wants them to push. And no one, no one left or right is talking about what we can do to actually prevent this. They're not saying arm the counselors, right? Uh, You know, metaphorically, of course, their solution to stop school shootings is literally just shoot the school shooter earlier in his already active school shooting. It's not to prevent the rampage altogether. It's just shoot them sooner, which short of some sort of minority report technology or placing snipers on the roof of every school is literally impossible. And to the gun control point, taking every assault-style weapon away is not going to stop what is causing this. It will definitely make it harder to pull off, which is a great start. It would be more effective than training our teachers to fucking John Wick their way down the hall in between classes. But none of these shootings are happening because there's some kind of overabundance of AR-15s and they've got to get used somehow, right? There's nothing about an AR-15 or any gun or any weapon or any tool for that matter that makes you kill someone else, that makes you misuse it. The Columbine kids didn't have assault-style weapons. These people are fucked in the head and no one is helping them. The fact that so many people are focusing only on the gun aspect of this issue in my mind, is a big win for the NRA and their platform, which is, you know, basically a domestic terrorist group. Do I think semi-automatic rifles, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the 2,000 different types of rifles that Sweat and Marco Rubio doesn't want uniformly lumped together should be banned? Yes, I do, without hesitation. But 
not because I think banning them will end school shootings or mass shootings or acts of terrorism, but because I believe they are weapons of war that have no place in a civilized modern society. They're not needed for home defense. They're not needed for hunting. They are not tools. They are weapons of war, full stop. Their effectiveness and lethality in untrained hands you don't have to be Rambo to use these things effectively, right? You don't have to be some trained uh, uh, super soldier. Their potential for destruction just far outweighs whatever recreational benefits they may provide. And I don't even really want to get into the militia, tyrannical government argument because if you truly believe there's a chance that our government would turn tyrannical and start rounding people up there is no amount of assault rifles that a local militia could collect that would stop them it's not 1775 you know come on one of the most absurd aspects of this country's obsessive gun culture is the arms race that's happening between private citizens and law enforcement not unlike the uh, the the nuclear standoff we're in with North Korea right now. The mere existence of these weapons creates the desire, the uh, the 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 paranoic need for more to exist and for more people to want them. North Korea doesn't want nucle- nuclear weapons because Kim Jong Un is some lunatic who thinks he can blow up the world. They want it because literally every other country in the world that they are at odds with has nuclear weapons aimed at them, right? I mean, do the militia mindset people not realize that with deregulation, they are also arming local law enforcement with bigger quantities, more firepower, and easier access to these same weapons? Who do they think is going to carry out this tyrannical lockdown? Some federal boogeyman? It's going to be your neighbor. Maybe not all of them, but it would be enough. It would be enough of your neighbors. It's just such a stupid. Uh, we went to a children's, some kind of uh, kids thing in downtown Norfolk a, a couple years ago, and we're waiting in line outside to get into this park. And as we're slowly moving down this line, they, uh, the organizers or whoever, they have some vendors passing stuff out to the people waiting in line. And as we're moving down this line, we pass by some representatives from the Norfolk Police Department who have what is essentially a tank parked in the road. It's like a steel-plated, bulletproof, completely blacked-out Hummer filled with riot gear and these fucking douchebags in, uh, well, maybe that's not fair, but whoever, you know, the cops are sitting in this thing with tactical sunglasses on and combat boots and like a hundred feet away is some temp dancing around in a giant felt door the explorer costume so what's your militia going to do when the guys who voluntarily brought a tank to see door the explorer show up under federal order to round you up but anyway yes gun control is is definitely a part of this for sure stronger background checks stronger restrictions on restrictions on who can and cannot own a gun better laws governing the sale and availability of guns you know 
better accountability for gun owners and sellers are all a part of this, which is another thing that doesn't make any sense. Why in the world can I buy a gun at Walmart? These super logical right-wing turds love to make the gun and car comparison, right? Oh, well, cars kill more people per year than guns, so uh, ban all cars. Uh, You know, uh, pizza technically kills more people. So I will too. If I can buy a car, if I can only buy a car from a car dealer, then I should only be able to buy a gun from a gun shop. And I know that that analogy doesn't hold up. And I know it doesn't hold up because the car to gun analogy is always stupid and you should immediately stop listening to anybody who uses it seriously. Look, any for any problem in the world, there is never one big easy answer. There are a bunch of little difficult answers that we need to agree upon and figure out how they work together. And maybe some of those answers involve some sacrifice and maybe some of that sacrifice will come from more people than others. But right now, both sides are acting like the only answer is is either less guns or more guns. And it's just I see it as very dangerous to limit the discussion in that way. Not only that, you want to talk about this stance about banning assault-style weapons, which, again, I agree with, but it has to be done in the right way, right? Like, if we get some sort of legislation passed for banning all assault-style weapons on the back of this terrible tragedy, and then a year later, it happens again. You know it's going to be the first thing to go? The ban on assault-style weapons. So it has to be done for the right, for the right reason, or else it just, it's, it's going to flop. I mean, at this point, we're really talking about paying teachers more money to carry guns in schools, but no one is talking about maybe, I don't know, maybe... Uh, better overall funding for teachers, better funding for schools, maybe more counselors who can provide more individualized attention for students who are struggling, maybe better programs and resources for those counselors for students who start to get into disciplinary trouble than just throw them out and let someone else deal with them. I went to a high school of 2,000 students and we had maybe four counselors one per grade level, I think. So one counselor is responsible for 500 students, which in hindsight seems like just a great idea. And I'm sure that ratio has only gotten better since public schools funding has continued to be cut over the decades. I don't even know if school counselors exist anymore, to be honest. I mean, When I was a teacher, I had to take money out of every single one of my paychecks to buy paper and pencils for my class. Paper and pencils were more of a staple on my grocery list than fucking bread. And do you know what happened two-thirds of the way through that school year? The same school year where I was already buying the most basic supplies for my class, federal budget cuts cut our district's budget by $10 million. Our budget was $30 million. So my school's district lost a third of its budget. Like, look, I don't want to get into the absurdity that is concealed carry for teachers as a solution to this. I don't think it's I'd be here. uh, I'd just be here for hours. But it's just one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. 
and you know this bullshit is going to pass in Florida, and then everyone's going to move on until, and I guarantee the bonus pay will not be implemented, by the way. It, it, it will pass, it will pass with the idea, oh yeah, and then we'll, we'll increase, uh, we'll, we'll give a bonus, and, and it, will ne- it, it will never happen, that bonus will never appear. But everyone's going to move on until the next shooting, and then it's going to be, well, there's still not enough good guys with guns, I mean, whatever it yeah so something needs to be done to help these people before they're getting to this place like i said i'm all for an assault weapons ban please but that's not going to stop mass incidents of violence by itself trump said something about being offensive and he was surprisingly right The problem is he just has no idea what offense is because it sure as hell isn't waiting for a school shooter to shoot fewer people because he ran into a teacher with a gun or a security guard with a gun. And I don't know if any of these idiots have been paying attention, but the police don't exactly have the most sterling reputation over the past couple years when it comes to not shooting innocent people. You think all of a sudden that's going to get better when some high school dipshit is spitting in their face because he doesn't have a hall pass? Anyway, Trump's and the Republicans' idea is offense is just a shittier version of the already shitty defense we have in place now. If we want to be truly offensive-minded, then we have to get these people preventative help. Pre being the key uh, prefix there, right? Pre, before, as in before the fucking shooting starts. Anyway, this is, I could, I could really go on for like another three hours about this, but if you want some actually intelligent and informed discussion on this topic, I'll put some links for some of the stuff uh, I've been listening to and, and watching in the description. It's mostly gun control oriented because, like I said, that seems to be the only focus now. But I still found it uh, worth my time.